0: There are so many great benchtops on the market, yet there is a trend for going for one particular style that seems to give a clean, crisp finish to your kitchen at the start. Kitchen bench tops probably get the biggest workout in your home. They take centre stage of your home. They are the statement of quality that defines your home. And they are often the silent participant in many family discussions. Today, we learn about the different qualities of benchtops out there and how to choose the best one for your kitchen. Welcome to Real Estate Right, where we talk to top experts on how to buy, sell, rent, and invest right. Your hosts are Grant Kennedy and Sue Langada. Real Estate Right is here to help you get your real estate right, and we can only do this if you can subscribe and listen to our episodes. Show the world that you've got onto a good thing by liking us on Facebook or Instagram, but more so, listen, comment, and give us reviews wherever you can. You can also help us by donating through our Podbean Patreon site to keep us going. For all our loyal listeners, thanks for being part of our journey. We hope we can create more great episodes each week to keep you informed. Tanya Bell is an award winning interior decorator and designer, design writer, mentor, and business owner. Tanya has a wide variety of knowledge and experience when it comes to kitchen design, being in the interior design industry since 2004. Coupled with her builder husband, Andrew, Tanya has collaborated on some head turning kitchens throughout Melbourne. Welcome, Tanya. Thank you, Sue. Nice to be here again. Yay. (laughs) Thanks for coming back to help our listeners get real estate right, Tanya. Tell us first up, what's the best kitchen you've ever worked in? I would have to say it's mine. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm a bit
1: biased because I designed the kitchen with my husband, Andrew, about 18 months ago and we installed it and we just love it. We just enjoy being in the kitchen. I just love cooking and yeah, having fun in the space.
0: Yeah, it's just good. So can you tell us what you've done to your kitchen to make it awesome?
1: Or we we totally changed the layout. It was an old '70s kitchen, the original kitchen that was built by the builder who built the house for himself to live in. So it was really dodgy. It had um, plywood doors with stain, like a jarrah stain on it, uh, and no kickers. So you'd always be stubbing my toe. Yeah. So and no bench space really. So we really worked out, rejigged the floor plan. It's a very small space, but we've maximised the space. We've got lots of bench space. We've got prep areas. We've got an amazing um, cooktop and stove, and a beautiful corner pantry. And yeah, just love it. It's, it works so well.
0: Yeah, nice. Okay, so what are the type of bench tops we could be using in our kitchens? Sure. Yeah, apart from the obvious uh, bench
1: tops that a lot of people know about, Ritz Caesarstone, which is pretty much the leader in the market. Nice. Um, that's one, what we call a reconstituted stone or a quartz material. Yeah. Um, but there's other products such as, well, obviously the real stone, such as granite and marble. We have porcelain benchtops now. Yeah. Solid surfaces such as Corian or LG Himax or Staron. Yeah. We have laminate, obviously. That's an old classic benchtop material. Yes. And then some of the, the lesser-known products such as concrete, Mm-hmm. You have real timber, you can have real timber bench tops, um, yeah. stainless steel. And there's even a product out there called, well, a brand called Paper Rock, and they have managed to work out a way to recycle paper and make it into a hard bench top material.
0: Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, there are definitely a variety of bench tops out there for people to think about. Um now we've got our first listener question. Monica from Morn Ponds has heard some interesting concerns about how Caesarstone or reconstituted stone is made. It is very popular in Melbourne kitchens. What is great about Caesarstone and what are some of its downfalls? Well, that's a great question Monica. I
1: will I will actually address the concerns that are in the industry about particularly Caesarstone and the quartz bench tops. Yeah. Um there's a real concern because there's a, a lung disease that has affected a lot of stonemasons that are working with the product and it's called silicosis. So basically the disease or the, in the cutting process there's a, a naturally occurring product called silica that comes out of the quartz and also even natural stone has this in it mm-hmm. and that emits particles in during the cutting process the particles sometimes you can't even see them and they get inhaled they stick to the lungs and create um yeah clusters so that is a real concern because it's got the potential to be as big as perhaps even the James Hardy asbestos disaster that happened many years ago in the building industry um so yeah people are frightened and um uh, yeah need to be aware of of that however There are some, um, uh, I guess, things that can be done. Like now it's being recognised, doctors are certainly instructing people, stonemasons and people that work with stone, to wear proper protective masks. Like that will Mm -hmm. certainly cut down a lot of the um, inhaling of the the fine dust. Um, And wetting down the materials when it's cut, that certainly Mm minimises a lot of that. So it can be still worked on, but it's important to take those precautions and safety measures to, for the health of, of the people working with the product.
0: Definitely. I've heard through, I think it was a Four Corners report, um, yeah. that the American standard for cutting these reconstituted stones is something in the the, the realm of of. 10 times less than what Australia's standards are. Basically, our standards need to improve. Other thing I've noticed from looking at properties that I go through is Caesarstone has a really good chance of chipping. And, you know, you just put, you know, clunking your cutlery on it or your pots and pans, you know, it chips quite easily. And my concern with it is that if it chips so easily, those fine particles that you don't see could easily appear in your sandwich or you're cutting your fruit or something like that, that mm. if you've got a child or yourself are prone to lung issues, it could start developing in you.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know whether it just from one, I guess, isolated scenario or case where you would get a chip. I don't know if that would be enough to cause damage like that in, yeah. in consumers, I think it's prolonged exposure. Um, yeah, I'm sure industry. it's predominantly yeah.
0: prolonged yeah. exposure.
1: Yeah, definitely. But, but, um,
0: and, and the other thing is sometimes those things get cut in the house when they yes. do um, installations installations yep. for sinks and stovetops and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, that's the other thing you need to be wary of.
1: Yeah, that's right. As a consumer, um, As- yeah, certainly being aware of that is, is important.
0: Yeah, but besides that, what are some of the good things about Caesar Stone? Or we look, Caesar Stone is a brand under the whole banner of it all. It is reconstituted stone because there's Caesar Stone, there's Court Stone, there's Essa Stone. Um, they're essentially versions of the same thing, slash different brands, slash different levels of quality of the stone but they're all really under the same banner.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um I will I will actually say to you that there is a I was chatting to one of my reps the other day, stone um manufacturers. Yes. And um they are in the development stage and actually almost ready to produce a 0% silica bench benchtop material
0: oh well that's really exciting
1: yeah yeah i was really excited to hear that i don't think it's actually been uh, put out in the market yet obviously um, they're still developing it and testing it but that's exciting that's really that you know that's that's the market responding or the manufacturers responding to a you know a danger and a hazard in the industry so that's that's fabulous if you're looking at doing that
0: yeah definitely so you know you can still have your clean crisp white bench tops if you want as long as you go with the the new developing stone without the yes. silica yes yeah so,
1: so not not giving um quartz stone uh, too bad a wrap um yes. provided it's been uh <laughs> um uh, man- manufactured and uh sorry worked on in a safe manner there's some yes. great great positives that you know that comes out of using the product. So, obviously, Caesar Stone is one of the most well-known in the in the marketplace. And you mentioned Sue There's Quantum Quartz. There's um, Essa Stone. There's even littler brands that are coming through called Stone Ambassador. That's mm-hmm. one of the brands that I I work with a little bit. Um, so yeah, it, essentially, quartz stone was developed over 30 years ago. So it's not yeah. a new product. And that was obviously established by Caesarstone. That's why they are the most well-known and market leader. Yes. Um, the great thing about quartz is that you have consistent patterning and veining, and even colour. Yeah. So you don't tend to get a lot of variation from one batch to another. So when yeah. you look at the slab in the showroom, and or view it online, or have a sample, then you you pretty much you're pretty safe to think that that will actually be what will turn up on site when the stonemasons install yeah. it. So, um, it's got amazing stain resistant qualities due to it being the 90% quartz. Mm-hmm. It's scratch resistant, really low maintenance. So just wiping it over with the approved cleaner. Um, yeah, it's a really good for families. And yeah, uh, yeah but I think that's why it's so popular and, Certainly adds value to properties when um, I know a lot of listings actually mention the Caesarstone name when, when they're, they're talking about the description of the kitchen. So, yeah, it's, it's got some fabulous benefits.
0: Yeah, definitely. So hopefully Monica understands the pluses and minuses of um, what Caesarstone or reconstituted stone can do. So, mm-hmm. Tanya, what do you think about natural granite and marble? How well do they work in a kitchen?
1: Well, I think natural stone granite marble, etc it's still by far the most popular choice for a kitchen bench top, yeah, without a doubt you know people people actually stretch their budget so they can get the natural stone um, yeah marble Calcutta marble in particular has become really popular in a lot of homes in Melbourne over the last few years and it's it's really funny because stonemasons kitchen designers interior designers we don't generally recommend using marble or a bench top in a kitchen and the reason mainly because yeah mainly because it's so damn porous. it is um it will it will stain Mm. and it's yeah surprisingly porous so you can't really leave something like beetroot juice or a red wine rim on your glass, um, you know, curry from your, your beautiful um, curry that you're cooking on the stove,
0: you can't really leave that too long because it will start seeking into the, so, the uh, stone top. I went to a house recently or actually an apartment in Turak recently and all marble bench tops in the kitchen and bathroom. It's been there for 20 years at least and the bathroom in particular around her basin, not his, was decidedly yellow from all the foundation stuff that was she'd put on from my makeup and and yeah the the kitchen still yeah had a lot of different markings on it which it just it just gradually yellows in certain mm, mm. Time. yeah I mean you, you you
1: are advised to seal it but it certainly wears off and not everyone does resealing of their marble bench shops and um yeah it's it's, I mean, it looks beautiful, but you've got to think of the practicalities in the long term. Yeah. Granite
0: isn't porous, though.
1: No, not no. as porous. No, no. no. Um, I will mention, though, that there is yeah. um, a unique product on the market that is also, you can. this is a great way of using marble in a kitchen, a company called Cosentino who produce a lot of stone out of Spain. They're one of the world's biggest um, Manufacturers and producers and exporters of yeah. natural stone, and they have a product called Sensor Granite. Okay, so got a number of granites and marbles that they have a. It's a unique coating application that they do during manufacture, and yeah. they they put this product called Sensor Guard on the top on the surface of of the granite and the marble, and it penetrates about five mil into the stone, so mm-hmm. that then gives it. A complete protective barrier so it's even better than sealing on site I mean it's done in manufacture so it's got to be better Um, yes so there's no need for sealing it's completely heat resistant I mean that's another thing with marble and granite It, it can actually suffer with heat shock if you put something hot straight off the stove onto the bench top I never recommend that anyway with any material whatsoever but if you happen to accidentally do that, you can have your your bench top, and you know, really difficult to repair. Yes. Um, yeah. Now, I guess the sensor granite is obviously one of the premium products out there, so it is the top end price bracket or in the market. But if you want, if your budget allows, and you want something that is you know completely almost indestructible, then certainly. Uh, Search that out. It's called Sensor
0: Granite by Costantino. Okay, Sensor Granite by Costantino. Beautiful. Timber bench tops were once the go. Blackwood, Tasmanian oak, and Tasmanian myrtle were all so popular in the eighties and nineties. How well do they last?
1: Yeah, timber. I think it's um, making a bit of a comeback, actually. Yeah. Um, it does last a long time, but obviously you have the the added, I guess layers of having to maintain it yes um it is you know depending on the the um all timber is dinks and chips yeah. and marks um even you know the hardest timber out there um you know iron bark that sort of thing still do that mm. um but but i love having timber in a kitchen it actually gives you a, a beautiful sense of warmth mm. and i really love the idea of a, a Timber, not necessarily for all the benches, but if you've got a feature island bench, mm. having timber on that bench is can be really stunning. It looks like a big and even at, block. Yeah, that's right. And even looking at some recycled timber, if you wanted to create a little bit of an industrial vibe or a rustic look, yeah, um, timber certainly has can can bring that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will mention is that yeah, the the little nooks and Holes and knots and things in yeah. in natural timber, they can harbour bacteria and right. germs. So, it's it's probably a good idea if you are looking to go down that road, and you probably need to ask for this because not not all cabinet makers or people that work with wood will do this. Mm-hmm. But you you actually probably best to request that the all those little nooks and crannies and holes get covered and filled with resin. Yeah. So then that way you've got a smooth surface to start with before the sealing or the protective coating goes on top
0: yeah yeah good advice so, yeah and the resin yeah. looks great in in those knots like it just really brings a a, a great flavor to the the bench top. it just gives it more personality. yeah so you're maintaining the knots integrity by putting the resin in just to make it stay that way for the rest of its time yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. it sort of frees it in time yeah and, and have that um yeah, as I say, the smooth surface that
0: you know doesn't doesn't um, harbor any growing of germs, et cetera yes, yes we don't want germs, okay, <laughs> um commercial kitchens tend to use stainless steel. Why don't we adopt that more in our residential kitchens
1: i I look, I just think it's maybe a look that's gone out of vogue, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's very cold looking and clinical, yeah. and you know, generally in a residential kitchen, you want to feel there's a bit of warmth and, and you know, comfort. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it can also be quite cold to touch yes. and a bit noisy. Yeah. So I think it's not used. Um, it can actually also scratch really easily and get a bit tired um, quite quickly. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we should discount it as a material in a, in a kitchen because it's got some amazing hygienic qualities. Yes. You know it's very very seamless you can make it into you can form it into a sink mm-hmm. and then onto a splashback. Um yeah certainly hard wearing for that reason. Yeah. And I think it's even it's fabulous heat heat resistant too so you can put hot things down on it and not worry that it's going to um damage. Yes.
0: I must admit um as a copywriter if I do go into a house that is owned by a chef they tend to also put the stainless steel bench tops in their kitchen. And it may only be one side of the kitchen, maybe where the hot plate is, and then they have a more like I said, stone or a marble or something um, as an island bench, but they want to incorporate a little bit of work into home. With yeah a bit of stainless steel. Yeah. Just a little bit, not much. Yeah.
1: And I think similarly with like with the timber, just creating a little a bit of variation in the bench top, like not necessarily having the whole kitchen in the same material. It, it just brings a bit of um, personality and individuality to the space. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Okay, so laminex has been around since the day dot. What are some of the great qualities about laminex and what are some of the bad qualities?
1: Okay, now Sue, so I will. I'll pull you up on something here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> it's laminate. No, 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 it's actually called laminate. It's funny. A lot of people make the same mistake, so you're not the only one. Okay. Um. Laminex is a, is a brand name brand. so it's probably a little bit like the old the old scenario where people call a tissue a Kleenex yeah. you know that's a brand it's not the actual product yeah
0: laminate not laminax um obviously there's a lot of different laminate companies out there who and laminax is one of them <laughs> so what are some of the great qualities of laminate yeah, well, definitely I think top of the list is the affordability
1: yeah. of the product. It's, yeah, certainly um, a great value value for money, definitely. Yeah. Um, there's also a huge amount of variety of patterns, designs, colours. It's just um, amazing the amount of like, – yeah. it's so broad. And I think to actually – that's why I feel sorry for clients sometimes. They, they just can't. Decide on what you know yeah. their their it's overwhelming how So much out.
0: there is out. There. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got you've got um, the advancement in technology with the the manufacturing now, where they're making the timbered laminates in particular looking so realistic, like real timber. Yeah. Like they've even incorporated grain into the timber, um, and even the edging. It's called ABS edging, which finishes off the edges around the side of the bench. Yeah. That has got the grain in it as well. So to the average person you'd actually really need to go up close to see if it's if it's actually not the real thing. Yeah.
0: I must admit Um, I got caught out of it a couple of days ago. They had actually a Jarrah bench top on one side and then they had the island bench as a laminate which looked like jarrah on the other side. uh And I'm like, wow, they've done they've done that so well. Like you just have to see the little seam there and that was it. But otherwise you wouldn't have had a clue.
1: It looked good. Yeah, yeah and it, even um, like the the stone marble looks and the you know the concrete looks, mm. the that actually running your hand over the texture that's even realistic as well. So there's, it, it's fabulous the the variety that we have now. We're we're very lucky in in the market now. We've got so much to choose from. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think some of the some of the reasons why people don't like laminate is it's it can scratch and dent quite easily, so you've got to take a little bit more care yeah. with it. Um, and yeah, a lot of people just don't like that fake look. Mm. Um, even 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 though we've got the advancements in the technology that we
0: have something that looks almost lifelike,
1: yeah, people still want the real thing.
0: Yeah, they do. How about some of these man-made bench tops? I like Corian. I think Corian's probably one of the better. Uh, bench shops out there but there's porcelain I Saw some beautiful porcelain um, that almost look like slate sheeting and you know what other types of new bench shops are out there which we should be really considering and stop thinking about being part of the sheep parade yep, yep. and you know find something that's unique to you
1: yeah look I think Corian I agree with you Sue Corian is a fabulous product it's got some amazing qualities in that it can be formed into any shape mm. so giving us designers a real chance to explore and, you know, create things that are just so unique and individual, yeah. um, like even forming into a sink and then having curves. and It's, yeah. it's just I guess what Phenomenal. What is
0: to clean, like there's little yeah. bits of metal yeah. that you've got to get the edge around to, to clean on the sides. It's just a nice yeah. flat. Even service.
1: Yeah, and for that that reason, there's uh, a lot of dental practices and orthodontists mm. and medical suites that use that product mm. because of its hygiene qualities. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, it's also. Did you know that you can actually, if it gets a, a mark or a dent or a scratch, you can actually sand it back. Oh wow! And repair it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a fabulous um, benefit to to using Corian. Yes. Um, one of you mentioned you touched on um, porcelain and I wanted to talk about Decton. Yes, Decton. Yeah, now Decton is actually a type of porcelain, but it's more, it's a more a superior product. Yeah, um, it's it's developed by a company called Cosentino out of Spain. I mentioned um before. Cosentino before, and they um, manufacture this product basically it's got very small amounts of silica mm. in it so making it safe for stonemasons to use mm. it's extremely heat resistant yeah um and it's actually got zero porosity so the stains will not penetrate wow. the surface yeah right um so it's far even far denser than porcelain mm. so make, obviously making it more of a premium product yeah it doesn't need to be sealed for that reason yeah and Also, because it's so dense and hasn't got porosity, you can use it outside. Okay. So it's actually been used in alfresco kitchens, um, outdoor barbecue areas, even not so much in Australia but overseas. We've seen it used on, um, they make it up into big sheets like there's various thicknesses Mm -hmm. and um, slab sizes and they can be used as external cladding on buildings. Oh, wow. That's
0: yeah. Something. Yeah. So yeah. that just shows yeah. you how durable it is. Um, yeah, yeah. It can be used on the outside of a house. Wow. And Yeah, you know, definitely. And, like, we have extreme climate issues, like more heat, but, you know, they get the extreme cold in overseas areas. Yes. So it's good to know that it can be used in other directions. So Decton, Corian and Concrete. I concrete is yeah. slowly making its move into the market as well
1: yeah look concrete it can have its downfalls um i think it did take off quite a lot It probably about five six years ago everyone yeah. was wanting concrete maybe even longer then i think people realized that it it can actually yellow off mm. once you seal it
0: yeah it's just uh, it makes it yellow, not the concrete itself yeah that's right and
1: and it does chip easily and crack um so I think in response to that, the shortcomings of concrete bench tops, I think that's where companies like Caesarstone have developed their concrete look yes. stone in their reconstituted ranges. So then that makes
0: it so much more practical to use. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it is quite a heavy thing to do to lift a concrete bench top into your kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, but I, a lot of um, the manufacturing of it is done in situ. So there's a lot of form work yeah. that's done in the kitchen and it can be labour intensive to to get it right. Okay. So there's a lot of pitfalls with it. Yes, definitely.
0: So when we go to source our bench tops, what should we be asking the kitchen companies about the manufacturing processes? I know we've probably touched on a few already, um, but say I'm going into a kitchen company and I say, look, I'm looking at doing this kind of design. What do you recommend? Okay.
1: Yeah, look, I think, yeah, we touched on the, the, the dangers of manufacturing stone and, and working with stone earlier. Yeah. I think just, just be aware and ask questions. Like, be curious. Where's the product made? Yeah. Where are you sourcing it from? Um, is, is the, can the product be made in Australia? Is there a product equivalent that I can get from a, a local manufacturer? Yeah. Um, obviously keeping our economy running and also cutting down our carbon footprint with, with great costs. Yes. Um, yeah. Even asking them about their stonemasons and are they using, uh, you know, taking all the precautions with the silicosis. Yeah. I think certainly asking lots, and lots of
0: questions. Lots of questions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Should we be trusting that our kitchen company is looking after us when it comes to bench shops or should we shop around to see who else can provide a similar product for a better price yeah
1: good good point there sue yeah. i think don't rely on the one source yeah um not all cabinet makers and kitchen manufacturers have arrangements with all the brands so they'll only put pre- they'll only present to you the the ones they have the arrangements with yeah you know and you'll probably watch oh, is that all that's out there you know yeah so doing your research um shopping around you know a lot of particularly the reconstituted stone you can get the same look much cheaper even down the road with another manufacturer yeah um, you don't always have to go with the leading brand mm-hmm. in the industry the other thing i was going to say is that you, your cabinet maker does outsource the bench top if it's a stone or a different kind of material other than laminate they outsource that to different companies yeah. so actually even going with someone else, like sourcing it somewhere else, yeah, a benchtop manufacturer, um, than just going with the one source. Yeah. That, that might even give you more options mm.
0: and open up
1: opportunities
0: for you. But at the same time, it's not just opening up opportunities for you, it's also about opportunities for them. Like I know when a real estate agent will use a particular stylist and they use that stylist over and over again. And then an owner comes along and says, look, I've got my own friend who's a stylist and I'd really like to use them on my property. And then all of a sudden they go, wow, I love this person. And we start using them. And the same yep. thing happens yep. with kitchen companies. Um, you go source a new benchtop and they've got, wow, I didn't realize that these guys were around the corner and giving us, you know, 20% off what we, our other guy was charging us yeah, or yep. something. Yep. Um, it can make a real difference. Most people don't have time. Like most companies, they yep. get used used to who who they they work with, and sometimes they're not getting the best deal. That's
1: right. Yeah, and certainly, I've had clients point out to me different things over the years of different products that they've been researching. I go, yeah. "Oh wow, I didn't know about this one." That's, yeah. Thank you for pointing it out to me. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're actually doing your cabinet maker um, a good service by by doing your research definitely um and I, and I think i was just also going to touch on the fact that yeah. don't be afraid to actually use an independent designer to design your kitchen even if you are working with a cabinet maker or a builder yeah or a developer don't be afraid to bring out an outside designer or kitchen designer to the project because they have the knowledge and the know-how like cabinet makers get you know, they might be in their own little bubble, and they do the same thing the same way all the time for many, many years. And there might be some a new advancement out there mm. with how you can, you know, different hinges. Seek out an interior designer or a kitchen designer, particularly certified kitchen designer. That's that's the correct title for them. Yeah. Um. They can actually help you point out the pros and the cons of of materials for your benchtop. Yeah.
0: Good. And also make sure you choose somebody who actually understands the function of your family and function of your kitchen needs, yes. not just about the cabinets and and the UB of everything, because sometimes that can make a big difference. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah, why you absolutely. need a kitchen designer or an interior designer to come and do the work for you. So yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what should we be looking for in terms of value for money? What's What's probably the best kitchen bench top we can use for value for money.
1: Oh look I think it'd have to be laminate really. Um I think they like I said, they perform so well. You just gotta be a little bit more careful with them yeah. and you know they can last for years. You go into old homes that were built in the seventies and eighties and they've still got the laminate bench top. They do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they look pretty good. Sometimes it's a little patch where it's a bit scuffed up from Yeah overuse but that's what do you expect after you know 30 40 years yeah long lasting what would be the best thing we should be looking for for long lasting oh i think that'd have to be granite yeah definitely yeah yeah i'd be there with you granite or corian yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Granite or okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, Great,
1: great wearing. What should we be looking for in great wearing? Well, yeah, certainly the the treated products. So, like I mentioned before, the Sensor Guard by yeah. or the Sensor Granite by Costantino. I think that would be virtually indestructible. Yeah, porcelain as well. I think that would be a, a very great wearing
0: product. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what looks good? What's the, probably the best one that looks good? That's more of a
1: personal thing. <laughs> <laughs> Aesthetics. Um, yeah, probably marble, I think. Yeah. People In Melbourne, in particular, we just love marble. We're just in yeah. love with it. You know, people love all those beautiful grains and the yeah. nature, it's the natural timeless. It's, organicness of it.
0: Yeah. Okay. And if you were to list your top five best bench tops. what would you go for okay i'd
1: go top of the list is granite then dekton, then your quartz so your Caesar stone or your quantum's mm-hmm. um timber and then laminate
0: okay can i do my top top, top five i'll do my top five. yeah go um, for it. from the number of p- properties i've seen i would say uh precorian decton uh granite and, yeah, probably timber laminate too. Yeah. I'm mm. I'm not a big fan of Stone, I'm sorry. I've seen so many in different varieties that I just have seen that, yeah, if they're a year old or 10 years old, it depends on who's treated them and how, how it's been treated. A lot of rental properties, it looks really, really bad. So, Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I think blanking. with
1: Caesar Stone yeah. sue I I agree with you I, I really don't like using it um, or specifying it because I think it's just been done to death yeah I can walk into a kitchen or I can see it in a listing in a real estate mag or online and I can name the color of the stone yeah I know them so well
0: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm almost there with you. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your big tip now for those looking at building a kitchen big tip for me
1: is go over your design with a fine tooth comb yeah like nitpick it think about the the things that bug you now about your current kitchen or the current kitchen that you in the property you've just purchased think about the pain points yeah and then has that been resolved in the design yeah Look at the little nitty gritty things like the door handles, the overhang of the bench top, the automation the, um, hinges, hinges. Um, you know how how much room you've got between your, your your stove, your fridge, and your sink, and you know the the amount of space that you've got. Really go through that with a fine tooth comb, and even actually getting an independent designer to look over it. Yeah. If you're going with a kitchen um, manufacturer or a builder, just consult someone, you know, like it's not that expensive to actually get a little two-hour consult with a kitchen designer or an interior designer. But there might be some things that are pointed out to you that you hadn't even thought about. Yeah. Because it's better to iron it out now Mm -hmm. than when you get the kitchen installed and you go, oh, gee, I wish I had thought about that. That is really annoying. That overhead cupboard is, you know, it bangs on the side
0: where the window is and we can't put a roller blind in. Like, or, things like that. Or the range hood is too short because we've got like six foot three people in the house.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Each, each kitchen, I mean, there's no, I guess there's no um, formula or cookie cutter solution. No. Every kitchen has to be designed to suit the user as well as the the space that you've got to use
0: yeah definitely well that's all good to know with all the houses i go through i would say 80 percent would probably be some kind of reconstituted stone because it is so trendy i really hope that people putting in new kitchens become a bit more savvy when it comes to choosing their benchtops as there are so many great alternatives with better health benefits and a more lasting finish thanks tanya for putting our listeners in the know you're welcome Stu. After the break, we will have Tanya back with Sue's Quick Quiz. So, Tanya, are you ready for Quick Quiz? As ready as I'll ever be. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Okay, what's your go-to drink in a cafe?
1: Oh, it's got to be a latte. Gosh, I love my latte. Love latte. Yeah, yeah. Good old good old latte with one sugar. That's what I, I pine for every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, which act did you last see live?
1: Oh, well, I went to the U2 concert at... Um, I did too. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, November. November, yeah, in, in 2019, Gosh. yeah. It, it was in a big arena. The sound wasn't the best for a lot of people, but no. we paid extra for really good seats because my husband and I are huge fans and, um, yeah. yeah, we had an awesome night.
0: Yeah, we were down in the pit. And actually the sound wasn't too bad in the pit. Yeah. I always try and get in the pit. I always get up front <laughs> if I can. <laughs> what has been your favourite things to watch while you've been in isolation?
1: Oh well, look. To be honest, I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. Funny. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I think it's just been a matter of me just catching up on, well, not catching up, but actually flicking through Netflix and you know seeing a few of the the, the blockbuster movies that I haven't seen in the cinemas. Um, so yeah. yeah, just just sort of switching off and and trying to trying to sort of have a bit of escapism, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Look, I think my kids are on the YouTube thing all the <laughs> time. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, nothing has changed in that department. Oh. No. <laughs> What's your special occasion go to restaurant? If you go to a anniversary or a whatever restaurant. As a family,
1: it's um, we we actually love to to support our local community, and um, there's a really daggy Chinese restaurant. <laughs> you know, the old seventies day call with the, the, you know, it hasn't changed in 30, 40 years. Um, A place called Kingsland in Boronia and they are, it's run by Vietnamese Vietnamese family, multi-generational. And we just love going there because the food is amazing and the, the service is fabulous. We, we know a lot of them by their first name. And yeah, that's what I, that's where we love to go. Awesome.
0: Yep. you got to love those kind of places. Like it, I remember going to a, a China's restaurant near my old place and there was a two, uh, two couples who were like best mates and they would go there. Like they have all the money in the world, these people, but they would always come to this little daggy seventies Chinese restaurant <laughs> and have their families together. And, and it was fun. It was, you know, just just what it is yeah, so yeah. they they still yeah. have a special place in our lives these places so yeah okay this is a hard hitting question are you a Coles or a Woolies shopper oh, definitely woolies you're a Wool- <laughs> woolies shopper <laughs> yeah well you could have been Aldi as well you could have gone the other side but that's okay <laughs> if you had a spare 1 million dollars what would you do good question um i think I'd
1: certainly look after my immediate family and my extended family first and pay off yep. any debts that they have and make sure that yep. we're we're all comfortable. And then I'd probably, I'd still be working. I'd still do what I love, but perhaps a lot more travelling, just exploring yeah. the world and, you know, broadening my horizons. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. Well, it's amazing how much uh, knowledge and education you can get from travelling. That's, isn't that's it? for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your favourite rerun TV show that you could watch all the time?
1: Ooh, like I said before, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I think Offspring, I'd have to Offspring. say, is one of my favourites. Uh, I did recently start rewatching, and a good, a good uh, Melbourne-based Aussie cast, and I just love Ash Keddie; she's just a fabulous actress,
0: and yeah, great storyline too. She's good. This is a bit of a controversial one for you because you live in the mountains, but you holiday at the beach. What's your favourite, the beach or the mountains? Got to be the mountains, definitely. It, it's so it's so yeah. funny.
1: I do holiday at the beach at Lorne at Christmas time with my family. Yeah. I go to the beach. I don't really like it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> really? I'd much rather get out in in the bush and go for a, a, a walk in the mountains. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The air's cleaner, isn't it? Yeah. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so what's a fabulous park in Melbourne to take the kids? Is there any really awesome park that stands out for you? You know what? See, that's probably not a good question because
1: my daughter's 13 and I haven't been to a park in years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I believe
0: there is a good park out Boronia way though, is there? Is there yeah, park?
1: there's one called the Arboretum, which is on Dorset Road in Fenton Gully, and it's yeah. like a flying fox and a, a man-made lake. And yeah, oh, nice. lots of little meandering paths and play equipment and even yeah. picnic tables. So yeah,
0: it's yeah. That's probably. So what's that one called again? The arboretum. The arboretum. Mm. Mm, very different. Who's better, Russell Crowe or Sam Neill? Oh, got to be Sam Neill. Yeah. Yeah. He's a classic. Like Love Sam. him. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the end of my quick quiz. So. Uh, Tani, do you have any specials you'd like to offer our listeners? Yes,
1: I, I do. I, I actually start off any clients that work with me. We start off with our Ask the Design Expert consultation, which is a two-hour yes. session where you can pick my brains, basically. And we, we talk about your project and get some ideas coming up. You can show me your idea books, your house idea books, et cetera, Pinterest boards. We can look at some materials. So, during that time, it's a real exploration and we narrow down some choices. So, normally, um, I offer that to people to start with. But today, I'm actually going to offer
0: 25% off
1: for Real Estate Right listeners.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. So, how can we contact you to get this 25% off? Yeah. Well, you
1: can give me a buzz or send me a text. Uh, My number is 0425739 seven oh one or you can send me an email at info at room interiors com dot AU or connect with me on my socials I'm very active on Instagram and you can send me a DM there. You can find me there at Green Room
0: Interiors. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks again Tanya for all your wisdom and knowledge uh we look forward to having you on again soon thank you for having me so next week we will get into spring we will talk about auction day and what to expect it will be a great episode as auctions come back into play and people can enjoy the beautiful spring air as they inspect homes again thank you thanks tanya thank you bye (laughs) Real Estate Right is a real copyright production, hosted, written, and produced by me, Sue Langada. I would like to thank Podbean for hosting our podcast, Premium Beat for our theme music, Zoom for our video link, and Audio Stock for sound effects. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Real Estate Right on your favorite podcast platform. And if you would like to ask... One of our experts, a question on the podcast, email your questions to sue at realestateright.com.au. Thanks again for listening to Real Estate Right.